you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. Certainly a wonderful honor that you would allow us to cross your airwaves, you tune us in, and whatever you got going on today, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking this opportunity. We'll do whatever we can. We're prayed up, and uh, we'll do whatever we can to channel what God gives us right back to you guys and uh, try to share the Word of God just as clear and crisp as it is. And uh, with me is a birthday, boy, so today is Kevin's birthday. <laughs> so I want you to know that, folks. And uh, so if you think of Kevin, Kevin Rob R-A-U-B, make sure you Facebook him and, and right there and hit a message and say, happy birthday. It's going to be a weekly late but that's all right he's celebrating his 44th birthday today yeah plus i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. appreciative <laughs> plus some other years in there but 44 plus, plus a couple yeah just a, just <laughs> a couple other. just a couple but folks uh kevin happy birthday folks make sure you say happy birthday how's your day going brother Thank you, brother. It's going great. And I, uh, other than the, the the complaints of the the flesh uh, and this body, man, I feel forty four, brother. I feel thirty four. I am just fired up about about um, eternity, about Christ, about His love, His mercy, His willingness to use the um, the un, undeserving. We have a treasure in earthen vessels, and uh, man, I am just blessed to be able to come on here and pour out something. No, I, I'm glad to have you, brother. We're glad to have you pouring out, and uh, thank you for that. And, and, and folks, you know, whenever I think of Kevin, this is what comes to my mind as we celebrate his birthday and we celebrate him. Uh, here's a guy who's faithful. He, you know, here's a guy, you plant churches, you got family, you got life. There's a lot of junk in there. And, and let me tell you what, I've found out that the more I serve God, the more I show up places, the more people uh, and the devil hate my guts. But Kevin's faithful, mm. and on this day when we celebrate Kevin, and wherever you at, wherever you're at, say a prayer for Kevin, and uh, celebrate another year with him. And uh, we're thankful for you, Kevin. So we find ourselves moving along. And I I gave you guys a joke, and I've been kind of telling you what's going on. So I gave you a joke, and I'm, we're going to give Kevin a chance. And maybe there's extra power from God today, giving him a birthday present here. Actually, the power is <laughs> the same, but you know, you never know what I'm going to say. But what? Do you call a Bible character who just pulled into church? So what? Okay, so what? Which? What would I get that to mean? What? What is? What would be a Bible character that just pulls into church? What so, would you call him? Yeah. Um. Um, there's no one with a Hebrew name that sounds like I'm here. So, uh, a parking lot. We're not going to make Kevin go through too much on his birthday. Oh my soul. But it's a parking lot. Mental gymnastics for that. Come on. (laughs) Man, that's kind of, I was overthinking it, man. Yeah. You know, brother, I never get those riddles right, you know, but I, I will say this. I, 
you know, life just goes on. I, I had a good experience today, Kevin. I went to see my VA person. So every year at the VA, you get a physical and you go over your blood work and all that stuff. And the, and the VA doctor said, I want you to know, Doug, you've never looked better. You look great. You're a good guy. And then he said this to me, Kevin, and uh, this cannot be said about you. He said, now that all that lion's done, let's get to the test. <laughs> I said, man, <laughs> thanks, brother. And uh, he said, brother, and, and he, he looked at me and said we're we're both getting older but here we are we're in the book of john where where this lady's at the well and uh you know christ comes he stops at the well he doesn't have a bucket with him he doesn't have a scooper with him jesus doesn't need a bucket or a scooper but he had a divine appointment mm -hmm. so the other disciples yeah. took off and they went down to get some meat i think they're looking for some t-bones or something like that and whatever the meat of the day is remembering that they didn't have refrigeration so might have been lamb chicken who knows something they just were butchering up getting some good old-fashioned protein and and here's the lord's divine appointment and we've went through this time with this lady uh god's been totally up front with her telling her about her husband's telling her about the man she's living with talking to her about living water and then he tells her that he is the christ and in that wonderful moment and so today we start in verse number 27th and uh Verse number 27, not 27. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman, yet no man said, what seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? And there are people like that out there. They just judge people. What are you doing talking to that lady? What are you doing mm -hmm. talking to that guy? Haven't you heard about the shut up? If you're one of those people that say, what are you doing? You need to get on your knees, hit pause, get right with God right now, and say, "What? why aren't we over there talking to this woman? Why aren't we over there talking to this man? Why aren't we sharing the gospel of belief? Why aren't we sharing the living water? And uh, that's what we got to do. And I have to tell myself sometimes, I'm not picking on you, I need to be quiet and go talk and uh, no matter where i am and upon uh his disciples so they marveled then look at verse 28 the woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the man come see a man which told me all things that i ever did is not this the christ then they went out of the city and uh uh, so they, they immediately, they want to know, Hey, is this the Christ and came on to him? And, and in the mean, while his disciples prayed him saying, master eat, but he saith unto them, I have meat to eat that thou ye know of to eat that ye know not of. I'm sorry. Therefore said his disciples one to another, have any man brought him ought to eat? Jesus saith unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that has sent me and to finish his work. Man, God gives us this priority right there and says, listen, the will, the priority is to do the will of God, Kevin. So here he is, his disciples come back, they get all judgmental. You ever met anyone like that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, these disciples needed a little bit of evangelism here. <laughs> Jesus turned his attention from the woman to uh, a band of of disciples that thought they were too good to, to you know to talk to the to the woman or maybe they didn't think they were too good but they had this you know preconceived notion stereotyping makes us um unwilling and un, un really unfit to go talk to some people but he dealt with them he he told them what what the main thing is just like he told her the main thing is there's a father that wants us to worship in spirit and in truth and uh gang, you're my disciples. Let me just tell you that there's a harvest out there that is just waiting for you. And here I am, I'm talking to her where, you know, I'm out here alone 
And and it's just, again, a wonderful Savior. We're talking about a Savior who does not complain about his treatment and and what he has to go through and the work he has to do. He, He talks to this person in a way that he wants them to go away better than they were. And he talks to this band of disciples in a way that they can go away better than they were. What a, again, a, a great model of investing. But Doug, I thought it was interesting, the scriptures that you read, just backing up toward the beginning of our passage today, the woman left her water pot, verse 28, went her way into the city. And I've heard it said, you know, preachers mentioned that, you know, she, she left her water pots and went away with the well, because Jesus had said back there in verse 14, he, the water that I shall give him shall be in him, that is in a human being, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. So a well in you. And that was the point that he made to her while winning her to himself to salvation was, ma'am, there, I can, we can set you up with some water like you got every day with your water pots or our yeah, you kind of faded out there for a minute, water. Kevin. So I don't know if your phone moved oh, around, okay. but, but Jesus said unto her, ma'am, and then we, we didn't hear you for about 10 okay. seconds. So I wanted you to rewind to that oh, if you could. Okay. Yes. Sorry about that. Am I okay now? Perfect. Hello. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the, she went away with a well. He had he had told her that, that she could go away, you know, in him, a well of water, an artesian well springing up into everlasting life, not just a, you know, a, a, a deep you know, still water, but a teeming, spilling forth water, you know, a spring. And so this, uh, with, <laughs> she, and we know she had an artesian spring is because she was so excited about, uh, telling everyone, come see a man that told me all things ever that I did. Her experience with Jesus was so deep and so wide that she said, this guy told me everything that I did. And we, we would say that he, in, de- in dealing with her marriage, his simple question, go call thy husband, thou hast had five husbands, he, he hit a touchstone of, of, of the, the secret place of her heart. And, and Doug, uh, I know we're getting up against the time here, uh, maybe after the break, because I got a little illustration of the secret place, but he touched the secret place of her heart and the door sprung open. You know, he touched the, 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 the doorknob, the lock, and he, he turned that deadbolt and the door opened just with that one little thing. And she said, man, he told me everything that, that I ever did, which was not really true, but she felt that way. Yeah, you know, you have that guilt and that shame, and he's like, I'm the God of all that sin. I can take that from you, man. And, uh, man, we serve a great God, folks. We'll be right back with you. We're going to be talking about a camp here in a minute that you have an opportunity to attend, and we're going to move forward. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So you all make sure you come out on September 11th 
through 15, 2023 at Camp Joy, Wisconsin. Give them a call if you want to sign up for camp. We want you. We're going to be talking about biblical answers to PTSD. This particular camp, brand new in format, is Biblical Reboot 2023. So make sure you sign up. We'd love to have you. Special music, special people, special times, good food. Make sure you come out and you're part of that. And so we're looking at this. Now, I had a, I was listening to Adrian Rogers one time. He's a fellow who preaches a lot on the radio. He's actually been in heaven, I think, for at least a decade, maybe two. And uh, Adrian was talking one time that he never met a lady that would leave behind a pot and a ladle. <laughs> you know, it's just not going to happen. And only when God gets a hold of you, as Kevin was saying a minute ago, they then her mind changed because God does something in our lives where some of the things we're doing, we'll just stop and say, there's something more important here. Here's a lady that people, you know, I don't think anybody would dispute in that day that people are bad mouthing this woman. They're around saying, you know, here's this woman. She, she can't pick a man if it, if it, uh, if someone picked it for her. And I had sisters like that. I'm not picking on her. Uh, and, uh, and, but here's a woman that's probably been laughed at, been mocked, is going out to the well by herself when so many would go out with kids and different things like that. Mm. And, and she's going into town and she's telling everybody about the Christ. You see, God doesn't care where we came from. God doesn't care about reputation. God doesn't care about uh, whether or not we're, you know, we got this uh, uh, family thing going on. God doesn't care how long we've been a member of a church. God doesn't care, um, you know, about anything that the devil wants to condemn us on. God's saying, here's this woman. She's got the living water now. I'm telling her about the living water. And boy, she got it. Man, you know, he got a hold of her and she wants to tell everybody in town because she doesn't want them to die and go to hell. And whenever I read this, it comes to my mind over and over again that here are these people who supposedly love people. Here are these people who look out for people or whatever the case may be. Here's these disciples that are, are, are some of the Jews of the highest order fishermen, a great job to have of the day. Here's these people that were known in their communities, yet they just want to sit around and say, what in the world is this guy doing with this gal? What's Jesus doing with this gal? Can I tell you something? If you could have met me a few years back, you'd say, what in the world is Jesus doing with Doug? Mm-hmm. God changes everything. God changes us. He lifts us up. He brushes us off. He, he says, I don't care about what's been there in your past. I care what's going on right now. So here's what I want you folks to do. I'm going to pass this over to Kevin, but when it's all over, I want you to end this day by saying, God, I still have shame for this, or God, this still hurts me, or God, mm-hmm. in the midst of my PTSD, God, I've let these people down. You know what? Just say, God, take these from me. Take these things from me. And if you got to clear up an account with somebody, call them and ask you to forgive them and move out smartly. Serve God, Kevin, because that's what he expects from us. He doesn't want us living in the past. Yes. Praise God. You know, I just, as you were talking, was thinking about, there was a time I was a new Christian and I just gotten into church, got baptized, joined the church, obviously, and was just, you know, just trying to live for the Lord uh, simply and, 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 and believing. And um, my own mother, who, who is still alive, and I thank God for her, uh, she was so um, touched by the fact that she came and watched my baptism. And she was so touched that later on I had a conversation with her. And she just talked about how, you know, she had gotten saved as a child and, and then 
married out of God's will or whatever, my father, but, but, but anyway, just, you know, got away from God. She didn't say I married out of God's will, but she married a lost man and, um, which was out of God's will because we're not to be unequally yoked. And long story short, she just said, I've, I've, I've just messed up and it's been so many years away from the Lord. And I, I just remember as a young Christian, the simple thought that was in my mind is, but mom, God can forgive anything. And, and and looking back and talking about PTSD and 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 shame and guilt as as being one of the devil's biggest um, wedges between a person and God is you've messed up you've so much water under the bridge uh, th- that was going the wrong way there's no use and I just it was more or less it was so joyful in my heart to say mom I love you don't try to catch up jump in where you're at I didn't use those words but jump in where you're at get get right with God now God is waiting for you he's he died on the cross that's what that's what he does he 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 forgives that's what it's all about mm-hmm. and uh Boy, she did, and her life to this day is was radically different. Just in the sense, like this woman at the well saying, "You know what? Of all the stuff I've done, uh, Jesus Christ met me at the at that point and took me to where I need to go. I didn't have to catch up. I jumped in where I was with Christ, and that seemed like uh, everything was okay. But you know, Doug, I was mentioning the secret place that Jesus seemed to you know touch the the hidden spring that sprung open the door. Um, uh, it was about two weeks ago, someone t- uh, emailed me and said, you used to sing a song, The Secret Place. And sh- and this individual, that his pastor's daughter said, I had never heard that song and I had never heard it since. But when y'all sang it, it was just a good song. And she said her brother began singing it at work. And the song basically says, is there a place in your heart that even you don't go? You have some things hidden there. You don't want anyone to know. Well, he's handing you the key with tears of love on his face. Jesus wants to make you clean. Let him in your secret place. And that, that's the chorus. But that, that, the woman was said, the, the, the gal that wrote to me, a young, a young gal said, I just want you to know my brother sang it at work. A woman who recently died of cancer told him before she died, I heard you singing that song at work uh, over and over. And, and I eventually said, Lord, you know my secret place where I don't go. Go. Amen. And this this older woman dying of cancer said, Lord, clean that secret place. Come in and clean that secret place. And she got saved. And she said, I want you to know. She told she told this guy, I want you to know. And he she, he told his, his sister. And his sister said, I just wanted to tell you that, that, you know, don't quit singing that song. So um I just praise God. You know, he knows our secret place. That's what he did with this woman. And yeah, this, these, these disciples, these deadbeats, so to speak, like all of us, did not take time to consider this woman's secret place and to go unlock it like Jesus did. Wow. You know, Kevin mentioned a song yesterday called Give Me Jesus, and I just looked one up. It's a song by Fernando Ortega. I don't think he's the writer, but he sings it, and he's a good godly man, and we're allowed to listen to a verse of that. And since it's Friday, I'm going to throw a verse at you real quick here. The song is entitled Give Me Jesus. When I rise, 
Folks, that's about all we're allowed to give you right now. But just in the morning when you rise up, just call out to him, reach out to him. And like that woman at the well, everything was changed. When God saves us, we got an opportunity. And I think, you know, Kevin was really hitting on this the day before yesterday. I actually made a note of it and didn't really have time to speak about that. But the change that occurs in someone's life when they accept that God is God when they accept that God is bigger than all these things. And folks, I just want to say something to you. I don't know if this will make sense to you, but I wrote this in the front of my Bible 18 years ago. I wrote down, let God be God. And folks, in your Mm -hmm. life, let the Lord of all saving, Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, the God who takes away the sin of the earth, let him do that in your life and live a life with a capital L-I-F-E. Live a life that's different, not because of you, but because of what God's done in your life. We sure hope you have a good Friday. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.